Are you a creative in the upstate looking for a place to create? The Gym Complex, located at 880 South Pleasantburg Drive, Suite 2G, Greenville, South Carolina, can handle your creative needs from podcasting, photography, videography, recording studio, and engineering. Schedule your consultation today at www.thegymcomplex.com. Afternoon, late evening, early morning, wherever you're at and what time it is whenever you're listening to this, make sure you uh, say good morning, afternoon or whatever to yourself. I'm back again. It's Masculine Man Truth for another week of the Stand On It podcast. We live from the gym complex. So hopefully everybody has had a great week and you got this week started off to being a great week and you're doing great things and making great plans. We go hop right on into this today. So somebody was saying that one of the things they were talking to me and saying one of the things that's wrong um, with the country is the uh, age of presidential candidates that are running, the people who are being elected into office, um, you know, the age that needs to be revisited. So. I started thinking about it, and at what point would you say that it's time to explore a change of the guard? At what point would you try? Would you say it's time to explore a change of the guard? And when I say change of the guard, I mean like just what it is. Change of who's in charge. What should be the criteria on that? The reason I ask, because this whole little situation here, Saying that, hey, we need youth in the White House got me to doing a little research. So if you notice, if anybody's a sports fan, if you if you notice in the NFL used to be you see all the coaches were old. But if you notice now the coaches are getting younger, um, the GMs are getting younger. Because they understand they need them fresh new ideas who can relate with the majority. But also, if you look uh, at other things, VPs of Fortune 500 companies, et cetera, they're getting younger. Um, they continue to get young. But if you look at who has one of the most important jobs, if not the most important job in the country, the president, it's not getting younger. Um, our current president is 79. Our president before him was is now 75. So if we're looking at it when 
If Biden completes his term, he'll be 82. If Trump runs again, think about this. If Trump runs again, he's going to be going in at 78. And when his term is done, he'll be at 82. Now, just think about, and I've kind of mentioned this before, but if you think about, and and we all got family members, um, some blessed to have family members in their 70s or or 80s, you know, um, if my parents were living today, my, my dad would be 78 and my mom would be 73, um, but I do have some aunts and uncles in their 70s. And they don't like a lot of just normal shit. Like a family reunion being responsible for, let's say, 30 people at max. Family reunion or travel uh, arrangement, something like that. Now, I look at these family members of mine and imagine if their responsibility was to run the United States of America at their age, knowing their temperament, knowing their level of things that they could tolerate. Hell no. No. So when I found out how old Joe Biden was, I mean, I was like, yo, there's no way a 78-year-old was just... (laughs) Elected President of the United States Cause like I said Now that I think on it I look at my aunts Who are in their 70s They don't want to be dealing with a lot of shit So there's no way you gonna have me think of that It's in the best interest of the country The United States of America The country To have someone this old In age Cause think about it like this From these aspects When people get certain ages, they be like, but I don't need to drive. And and again, these are just facts that I deal with. I'm dealing with facts here. It was up here in Greenville a couple of weeks ago. This poor old 80-something-year-old lady thought she had put the car in, uh, thought she was hitting the brake, hit the gas, ran through a restaurant, and just tore all that shit up. So the first thing somebody hear when they hear the age and what happened? What's the first thing they're going to say? But they too old to be driving anyway. Couple years back, Wizard Road up here. Old woman, same thing. Thought she had hit the brake, hit the gas, and drove through uh, Bank of America. Like, there's numerous stories of this happening. She was in her 80s, same thing. But that woman ain't got no business driving. So now we discredit people who are... In their late 70s and 80s, we discredit their ability to drive. But we don't discredit that age ability to run the country. Like, now just think of how ridiculous that is. We discredit them when we hear about them driving at a certain age. But when you're behind the wheel of the biggest car in the parking lot, which is the United States of America, and you're at that age, man. Think about retirement. I, I'm i telling you, when I hear some stuff, if, if it sparks my interest, I get deep into the research of it because I got to know what's going on. Retirement, the age changed in 1983 to 67 
from when retirement was first instituted in 1935, it was 65. So in 83, it changed to uh, 67. So think about it. The government on one hand is saying, you too old to be working. So sit your ass down at 67. We don't need you anymore. You're too old. And likewise, a lot of companies, they're not going to put it out there now with all the lawsuits and shit come up. But, you know, they probably looking like, but it's, you know what I'm saying, they in their late 60s. Like, you know what I'm saying, we know we ain't trying to hide it. Like, no, we want to get younger. And you've heard companies say in the past, we're trying to get younger We've heard that said in sports. They can't say it publicly now because right there you're just admitting to discrimination, age discrimination. But I say that to say we question the ability to drive at a certain age. Then we come back and we tell people at a certain age, we don't need you working anymore. You're too old. But there's no age limit. On being the president of the United States. That just absolutely makes no sense at all. None. But fun fact here. Well, not a fun fact, but a fact. I'm going to just share with y'all while I was researching this. So um, when I started looking at retirement and everything, I also started looking at life expectancy. So life expectancy uh, in the United States, which I found this a little high, but hey, I guess it's true. Um, even the Bible mentions seventy or eighty, but life expectancy is seventy nine in the United States. My particular uh state I'm from, South Carolina, ours is low. It's seventy seven, two years below the average. The worst three uh, states in the U.S. are Kentucky, West Virginia, and Mississippi. So I started looking into that like, why are these the three worst states? But first, before I looked into it, I said, what's all the commonalities? Well, they're in the South. You know, basically the South. So then I started looking like, okay, well, if we're looking at that, then let's look and see what else we got here. And then the other thing that came out, all very, very rural parts of the country. And what they're finding out, technology is so far behind in the majority of these areas. Um, the majority of the population in these rural areas, they don't even have health insurance to be able to get their health checked on. So that's why it's so low in these particular areas. So. That's just a fun fact I wanted to throw out there. Like life expectancy, 79 years old, um, 77 for the state of South Carolina. Uh, it's a little higher, of course, for women. Uh, women are averaging about four years older than men. So 79 would be based on like a woman. 74 would be, uh, 75 would be like where a man is, um, is the average life expectancy. So. Hey, man. Anyway, but yeah, back to where we're at today, talking about <clears throat> there's a change of the guard. I absolutely am in agreement. There needs to be a change in the guard of when we do set certain age limits on things. Like, for instance, 
I would say it should be between 45 and we'll say 60. You got to be between this age to be the president, president of the United States. Because if you get in there at that age and you do a good job, you're going to feel like you're 70 or 80 anyway when you get out of there. So uh, 45 to 60, that should be the parameter um, for you getting a uh, – being the president of the United States, because just think about all the travel and stuff like that that has to occur. Like, no, like, and take all the resources potentially that has to go into uh, making sure that the president's health is okay. Um, someone this age. So, yes, we definitely need to do that. We need to do that just outside of the United States. Like, we got a lot of these old laws and we got a lot of these old practices in place like nah man it's time to get fresh new ideas stop going to you know like uh people who did this 20 30 years ago but hadn't educated themselves on the, the change of times that's not people that we need to be seeking feedback on these are people who need to be humble humbling themselves and allowing uh, people who know something about it to educate them on it if they don't want to do the educating of themselves. But there's nothing wrong with changing the guard, man. Like, you got to get some new ideas sometimes. Like, um, and, and a lot of times, uh, the older generation, I'm not saying everybody, but majority, they're kind of setting their ways. And when they're setting their ways, uh, you know, it's harder to change. So, yeah. All right. So that's my spill on change of the guard So that was an episode that I had on a previous podcast um, That I was on where we were talking about organized crime We were talking about things like that And I made a per- public service announcement This probably is three, four years ago um, And I was like, hey man, y'all stop using gang on everything you're saying like and if you notice now, people are using that just as a term of endearment or just a, a slang. What's up, gang? Like and they might not even be a gang member, but they just heard the term so much that people are using it. It's just a term of endearment now. But I said, stop using gang, use family, um, stuff like that. But don't use gang or mob and. I remember somebody was asking me then, like, why? Because it's heavier charges that come along with that. It, it ain't no different than if you square up and fight some, somebody one-on-one versus you're a part of a mass attack, a lynch mob. They could say, yeah, you're a part of a mob. You you lynched somebody just because it was more than one-on-one. You jumping in on somebody. So that's why I was like, hey, like, same thing when it comes to the terms you use. Like, no, don't ever, yeah, gang or mob, like, you know, and I see that all the time, man. I see people I know ain't cut from that cloth of life, but they be like, I'm with the mob. Like, they don't even be having a, a, a understanding of what that mean, man. So the reason I bring this up, everybody know I'm a Young Thug fan. Um, definitely a Young Thug fan. I'm not going to really speak too much on Young Thug situation because... It's all allegations to this point. Now, what I will do is take this instance to speak on situations that have played out in court and have resulted in um, jail time or or however the the case played out. So check it. 
when you're looking at a racketeering case, okay, racketeering is organized criminal activity where you're looking to make a profit. Organized criminal activity where you're looking to make a profit, whether the profit is financial, the profit is, hey, I'm what I'm doing with this profit is uh, I'm furthering more criminal activity. Any of that type stuff is what is what's racketeering. Now, a racketeer or um, someone who's accused of, of trying to participate in these things, they get hit with what's called a RICO. So the RICO is that the individual and then the racketeering is when yeah, you take all that up to the gang level, the mob level, you know, because that's where it really was uh, instituted from. You know what I'm saying? That's how it started. Richard Nixon started, uh, he signed a bill back in the 70s um, so that uh, the mob, he did that to fight the mob where he inserted the RICO Act. Um, from racketeering and to even get a racketeering charge, you have to be uh there's thirty five predicate offenses. Um and so predicate crimes on there, it could be from anything like murder, kidnapping, selling drugs, but you gotta be at least committed you have to at least commit two of those and it's the majority of them I think like twenty eight at the federal level and seven of the other uh Crimes at the state level um, So if This happens then Most of the Time uh, You've committed These crimes two or more On those lists for you to be Hit with the racketeering um, Now the other part Is this So I want you to think about this too You hit with the racketeering for doing that That's that I'm with the gang I'm with the mob Like Getting the gang tattoos, throwing up the gang signs, all that's putting you with the gang and with the mob. If you're a part of that, be a part of it. You don't have to to vocalize it and broadcast it. You know, and the people who know, they know. But we we're getting in the habit of where we're seeing more and more people just telling on themselves, and people are feeling sorry for them. And I just look at it like, man. I don't, and it don't matter if I'm a fan of you or whatever, because I'm going to say salute to you. Like, if you're convicted of something that you rapped about, I'm going to salute you for, for living your raps, because you were being real. You was doing what you was talking about. So if you're doing what you're talking about, and you have to face the consequences for doing what you're talking about. Why would we yell free you? Like that wouldn't even make sense to me because we know if you're doing what you're talking about, there's a possibility that you could end up in the situation you're in. So at that point it would look fake of us to be yelling free you. If we think about it from that aspect, it wouldn't make any sense in the world. But yeah, I was saying that years ago. Stop using that family. Stop using that game. You know what I mean? Watch the type tattoos y'all getting. Like they looking at all that, listening to the lyrics. Like if you go go and do something, okay, yeah, you might you might could tell a story. You could tell a story in a way like they don't know if you was a part of it or if you just a good storyteller. That's the that's the uh 
the beauty of a good storyteller. You don't know if there was a part of you like, damn, they know too much detail. Were they a part of it? And then on the other end, it's like, nah, they don't look like they're being in nothing like that. So they're a good storyteller. That's the beauty of it. You telling stories and people like, boy, they confused. But when you tell the story, you look like the story, and you keep telling the story every time you perform the story. Now you got other people who are fans of yours reciting the story. Yeah, so now it's like, hey, they believe in it. That racketeer and that Rico act come in, and you go see now, like, this ain't nothing that they just start. Like, they just wake up and be like, hey, I'm, I'm about to give this dude a Rico. These cases are like years that they watch you. Let me tell you, some dude had put on Twitter, this was like one of the best explanations I've seen of this shit. He was like, getting a Rico act and racketeering shit um, is like having a girlfriend or a wife who has all the pictures of you cheating, leaving the hotel, kissing, whatever, has video of you actually fucking her, uh, has text messages, all of this, and they just coming to you. To see if you go admit it and say yeah He was like that's what a Rico and racketeering is They don't waste their time Putting these kind of charges up If they don't have the proof To make it stick And if you don't believe me Go look at the success rate um, Of Rico cases High 98 something percent It's ridiculous They don't You don't beat those too often But what I gotta say is It shouldn't even have to come to that point Number one, if if all you artists making all this money, man, like put that pride out the way or whatever it is that you're trying to, you know what I mean? Like think about the bigger picture. The bigger picture is making sure you can take care of your family and you could be out here to enjoy the the fruits of your hard work. Like who cares if, if this person say, oh, if he do this, he ain't tough. Like, no, you know who you are. You know what I mean? You know who you are. So if you want to go and talk about it on songs, you talk tough and people don't buy into it because they don't see you out here in the street sliding. Who cares? You know who you are. So stop that gang talking. I'm with the gang and think it is cool to be on your IG throwing up gang signs and uh, showing every gun you got, man. They watching you. They watching you, and I'm 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 giving you the love right now and telling you so you can avoid that. It ain't that I want anything bad to happen to anybody. I don't, cause I got love for anybody trying to do something positive and, and anybody who are able to put themselves in a positive position and their families in a better position and creating generational wealth. How can you not exp- not not respect that? You know what I mean? Like, look what Thug and Gunner did. What's this? Was Christmas? When they paid all those people's, like, jail charges off. Like, they paid their fines and stuff. Like, when people doing stuff like that, you can't hate on that. But what you got to do, too, you got to make sure, man, like, you can't, even, you can't even be close to being in anything like that. That's the main thing. Like, you, you just got to get your money, stay way out the way. 
and don't even worry about it. Like a lot of a lot of stuff is crashed out over pride, man. And you know, put it to the side because at the end of the day, you won already when you're able to get those goals. And a lot of y'all, y'all story, y'all like to say, "I got it out the mud. I came from nothing." Well, if you came from nothing and now you got something, you should show a greater appreciation for it. That's just my thoughts, you know. So <clears throat> definitely don't allow nobody to to play with you and play offense and you play defense. But a lot of things, man, just just watch where you at, you know. And again, like I said, the saying no uh, – Negativity towards anyone But I'm not gonna be that person Who yells free you I'm not I'ma salute you Because you did what you was rapping about In your music So That's how we really need to start it Like don't look to free People who Did what they talked about Not salute them Because unfortunately uh, We haven't been getting that Uh, We've been getting people doing a lot of rapping That's not living it So when you come across somebody who's really authentic Salute it Yo man another thing Really quick Internet trolls man Um But listen Somebody was saying the other day like Yo they Had got into it with somebody on the internet And how it just Impacted their whole day I'm thinking they talking to me about like a family member or significant other. This is just somebody randomly on the internet that they didn't even know. You think I'm about to let anybody on the internet get me riled up to where you're about to ruin my day and I don't even know you? Even if I know you, I'm not about to allow you to do that. So what the hell you think? And people be like, oh, I don't block nobody. I block a motherfucker. I don't give a damn. Like, I'm not about to sit there and let you disturb what I got going on. And because I'm a cool-ass nigga, man. So if you got to get to a point to where you got to come on the internet arguing with me, when you know you can talk to me, you can call me, we can talk about anything, like, no. Block list. Stand on there till I forget about you. And then when I remember... I'm blocking you again. That's just how it's going, man. We got to stop stop giving into and again, trolling. That's what they're trying to do, get a response out of you. Like seriously, like this this girl told me like she used to date this dude who online game and she was like, "Yo, dude would be talking so aggressive on there." She was like she had never seen this side of him. Like he just Looks like your normal square, but when he get on the game, he like with all the shit. Like threatening to walk down on niggas and everything. He's trolling. So this is the type of stuff we can't pay no attention to. They trolling. They have nothing better to do um but troll. Like, cause I seen them getting mad. Somebody had posted they was mad about uh six nine commenting on the uh the gunner and thug thing. He's trolling. That's what he does, man. He's trolling. Like, don't pay that no attention. The internet today is full of trolls, and it gives everybody the opportunity to be a gangster, a real nigga, or a bad bitch. Yeah, it's full of trolls, and you have the category to be uh, 
either one of the three, a gangster, a real nigga, or a bad bitch. And some of y'all trying to be in all three categories. But the internet gives you that. So how you go argue with these type folks when they got a platform set up for them to succeed? Think about it. Hey, now you say that to somebody that you go be able to convince them they not a real nigga. You on the internet. Why why should your opinion matter? Nothing you go say is gonna be able to convince them of that. Nothing that you go say is gonna be able to convince them of that you're not a bitch. If they wanna label you as a bitch, nothing you go say is gonna be able to con- convince them that you're not. They could have just seen you kill somebody an hour ago. He didn't kill nobody this hour. Like it's it's internet trolls, man. And we got to be smarter than that. But I will say something to this. I've been seeing a lot of people like, I've seen cases come up. And again, y'all know how I feel about people who tell. Like, if you're not a civilian and you're a rat, no. I don't like that. Because you knew what you were into. So there was no need for you to turn the other way. However, I was making that point to say, it's a lot of you who, when some of these people get their hands shown, y'all quick to come in. Oh, he a rat. He's a snake. He's a snitch. Like, hey, man, just be careful. Because you, just because you're not from, cut from that cloth, nah, you need to be careful because, again, I know some rats who really about that action. Yeah, they told, but they'll still damn burn your ass. So, and again, a lot of these trolls don't think about that. They just hop out there and start trolling, like, thinking, oh, they'll never come across me or they'll never see me or none of this. But, yo, careful, man. Don't pay them people no attention. It ain't worth it. Hey, before we get out of here, man, we're going to talk about love. Leave y'all with that. Love. People are looking for love in all the wrong places. This has been going on for years. This ain't nothing that's just started. What made me think about this and what brought this up was 56-year-old Vicky White uh, helped escape from jail. 38-year-old whatever White, I forgot his name, maybe Chris or something like that. Anyway, a little backstory on Vicky. Vicky was... um, a 17-year veteran of the correctional, as a correctional officer. And as a result, uh, she fell in love with this guy and said, all right, we're going to run away together. Vicky sold her house for $95,000 below market value, helping them escape. They bought several vehicles, and when they were located, uh, there were... Uh, Several handguns, an AR, and I think they had like $29,000 worth of cash left. And Vicky went ahead and took her life. So, that's what I say when I say looking for love in all the wrong places. That's definitely what's going on. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Because somebody should have told Vicky, Vicky, you're 56. He's 38. He's doing a 75-year bid um, for triple murder or some something he did and they allowed Vicky to get 
uh, intertwined with such an in- individual. I blame Vicky's family. I blame Vicky's friends. And then lastly, Vicky, you, of course, you've seen it all. Like, what did he cover here? 38 years old, you're 56, and just talk you out of your job. So he tricked you off the correctional officer streets and had you take your own life. But that's why you got to be careful looking at looking for love in all the wrong places. Because I thought about this, too, not only seeing that story, but somebody asked me what I thought about online dating recently. And I'm like, man. If I was on, I don't, I don't even know how an online date, I would really be dating. Like, because if I meet you online, it's going to be a minute for you come to my crib. Because I don't know. Like, what if you somebody who online and you just, that's your thing. You're online. Finesse motherfuckers. Like, and now you know where I live at at night. So I would be on a lot of dates because I would meet you out at a bar. We might go to a restaurant. It'll be something like that, but you're not coming to my crib, so I don't even know if I want to come to your crib because you could set me up coming to your crib. So no, I'm thinking about like looking for love in, in in the wrong places. To me, dating apps are the wrong places to be looking for love. You got to calculate the cost. They'll tell you about the success stories and they'll have people share on the dating app commercials. But they ain't going to tell you about the motherfuckers who got robbed, who got an STD, who all kind of bullshit happened to them. They ain't telling you about that. So I think dating apps are the wrong places. The club. I feel like looking for love at the club is the wrong place. Church. Looking for love at church is the wrong place because all the women who are at church are are the women who left the club the night before and coming to get the club washed off of them what the shower didn't get. So, no, it's the wrong place. Uh, Certain grocery stores potentially could be good places. Walmart, now is it a neighborhood Walmart? Is it a Walmart super center or is it just like a regular Walmart? Because there are three levels of women that come along with each one of those Walmarts. And then you got to think of like Aldi versus like a Publix. Or like a food line bottle type situation. So you got to make sure when you talking like, yeah. Now, um, Aldi, I would say potentially. She's self-sufficient. Potentially frugal will manage money well. Um, she's responsible because she's bringing her own bags or whatever she's doing. Publix, yeah, she may be a little bougie. You meet a woman at Publix, yeah, that might work out. Yeah, cool. She, you know, she probably got her shit together and she look at her shopping at Publix as a status symbol. So, hey, you may, if you want a career-based woman, look around at Publix. Now, let's break down the three Walmarts. Neighborhood Walmart. No, all neighborhood Walmart means she does hair from the crib. While the baby sleeps, she ran to the store real quick to get some juice or some hot sausages or something she came there for. No, now they are fun. Um, if you have hair, you probably won't have to pay for nobody else to do it because I'm sure she's able to do hair. Um, majority of those, they that's their special. They do hair out the crib, so. Neighborhood Walmart, those are the things to think about it. That Walmart Supercenter. 
This will be the person who I would say, if you're looking at the Walmart Super Center now, this is the person who moved, who made it out the hood, but they still got a little bit of hood in them. Like they out, but they still kind of want to feel affiliated, so they'll fall off in a Walmart. But it's got to be the Super Center where they can get their tires rotated, shit like that. While they shopping, they just gotta let people know now. I'm at Walmart, but I ain't at that little shit y'all at. So. No people there, you gotta keep them in mind too. Not a regular Walmart, no. Don't fool no woman from there, cause all of she's going there for, they don't even have food. Those WalMarts are pretty much being discontinued, so the majority of it is gonna be clothing based. Now I know women can get away with cheaper outfits and make it look expensive that men can't get away with. I get it, but the whole wardrobe selection there, no. If but again, if that's what you're looking for, a woman who just kind of lays back, she don't put a lot of emphasis on her, her dress and grooming, it might be the one for you. But I'm just giving you what you could think of at every stop that you go to. So Publix, want somebody bougie, potentially. Aldi, yes, she's self-sufficient. She's responsible. Neighborhood Walmart, no. She just ran to the store real quick while her baby sleep. Regular Walmart, no. They just like wearing a bunch of cheap shit. And uh, people at the Walmart Supercenter, caution flag, but yeah, you can go for that. They made it out the hood, but they still look back to the hood. So they're not really moving forward. So make your decisions wisely. So this week, I just wanted to stop in and have a a little conversation, give y'all a few brief thoughts. So remember, we talked about, uh, again, Looking for love in all the wrong places where you should and should not look for love. Um, we talked about poor Vicky White, who's take her life because she thought she had found love. Uh, Jesus, that was just horrible. Then we also talked about leave that gang out of it, leave mob out of it. Hey, I'm with the family. Or just don't even announce who you with. If they see a crowd of people around, you just in the crowd. Like, you don't even have to be like, this the squad, this the gang. No, like. If anything, make sure you say in the family. Then we talked about what age is there a change of the guard needing to be had. We talked about all the reasons that people's age is discredited and taken into account, except one of the most important, the president of the United States. Like, just doesn't make sense. But anyway, thank you all again for tuning in. Continue to subscribe, like, rate, review. I appreciate the feedback. If you want to submit feedback or be a guest, email standonitpod at gmail.com. That's standonitpod at gmail.com. As always, uh, energy is real, but everybody don't possess real energy. Make sure you watch who you're around, the people you're allowed to come into your personal space, and either take or depreciate your energy. Again, we out.